don't feel your negative emotions. Right. And how dangerous can that be for people? Oh, extremely dangerous. It's going to increase your anxiety, your depression. It can bring up a lot more trauma. and welcome to the Call Cheryl Hunt podcast and I am your host Cheryl Spears. Each week we'll be sharing stories from people who have had first-hand experiences with MLMs like Beachbody or Body and examine the questionable tactics used by some of the leaders in these companies. Please note that some of the content we cover may be disturbing and we encourage you to check the show notes for disclaimers. Our aim is not to bully or harm anyone, but rather to educate and shed light on the truth. This podcast is not just an anti-MLM podcast. My goal is to help prevent others from falling into the same trap I did being a part of an MLM for eight years. Please keep in mind that the guests on the show are sharing their personal experiences and opinions, and the information provided is intended for informational purposes only and should not be considered a substitute for professional medical advice. If you would like to share your own story, please don't hesitate to reach out to me at callsherylhine at gmail.com or feel free to DM me on Instagram at callsherylhine or on my personal Instagram at Cheryl S. Spears. So sit back, relax, and get ready for an eye-opening episode. And don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on any of the valuable insights and personal experiences shared by our guest. Thank you. Enjoy the show. Hey fam, this is the Call Cheryl Hines podcast and I'm your host, Cheryl Spears. And today I have the pleasure of speaking with Jacqueline. Did I say your name right? Yes, you did. Okay. Jacqueline. Um, Jacqueline is someone who came to me on Instagram. Um, I believe you are a therapist. Yes. And she just wanted to, she actually wanted to be on the podcast because she was, she is a former Beachbody coach. Also, she was in an MLM called Arbonne, um, but she really wanted to come on today to have a conversation about uh, all the things that we've been seeing here lately about mindset and uh, we'll just, we'll just dive into it. So Jacqueline, <laughs> welcome to the show. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and um, what, I guess, elaborate on what brought you to the podcast. <laughs> I'm so happy to be on. I've been listening to you and the Snore Crew for a while, <laughs> and I love it. Um, so I'm Jacqueline. I'm a licensed clinical social worker. I've been a social worker and in the mental health field for seven years. Um, so what wanted me to like be on here is just talk more about the mental health and also to just to share my story as well, because I was partly for a little bit in Arbonne and then Beachbody. I never was a coach, though. Okay. Okay. They okay. tried to convince me, but I said, no, <laughs> you were a customer. You yes. were a loyal yeah. preferred customer. Okay. Right. There's, there's no worries about that. Um, well, what, what, like when, how long ago were you presented the opportunity to basically join because Arvon, were you a, well, I don't, I'm not familiar with Arvon. So do you become, I don't know, is everybody a coach when they join an MLM or what do they call you when you uh, join? I don't even know. I was just a customer. I don't even okay. know. Like, I was just You're like, a customer. Buy this. <laughs> yeah. So what were your thoughts about it? Um, what, what made you want to try 
Arbonne? What made you like, usually people are looking for something mm -hmm. and the MLM is what presents the fix. So mm -hmm. what made you want to try Arbonne? So basically I joined Arbonne during the pandemic. I never did MLMs when mm -hmm. I, before everything, I loved going to the gym. You know, I just, for me, that was great. And then once the pandemic came, you know, mm -hmm. everything closed, did gain some weight. And I was like, I, I need something. And I just saw like people's posts. I was like following like a family friend was doing Arbonne. They're like, look, I lost all this weight. So I did mm -hmm. the 30 day health. So I don't even know. It, Here, well, I, I know I it, it was like you. $500. You spent $500 during the yeah. pandemic? Well, around there, I think. I think, yeah, I spent like 400 or something around there. For a 30 day what? What did you do for 30 days? Like this 30 day health. I don't even know what they're called. Like, I, I don't even know. It's something with health, like 30 day health. But you're basically drinking like fistics, which is a lot of caffeine. Yeah. You don't drink coffee. Um, you drink the protein. Everything's like tea, like detoxes, teas, like everything's a powder. And I didn't like it. So one thing I do know about Arvon, if I can remember, they really pride themselves on like the healthy clean journey, um, mm -hmm. which is confusing to me because I mean, just about every health and wellness company does it. They pride themselves on like the healthy, clean journey, you know, like this is the good um, energy for you rather versus the bad energy mm -hmm. for you. It's all supplements. They're all mm -hmm. processed. So I'm confused when it comes to that. I'm like, mm -hmm. so this is, this is only good and clean because it's from you. Right. But if it's not from you, it's bad. Mm -hmm. It is, and I think I know which program. I I did say I didn't know a lot about Arbonne, but I do. I used to follow a girl who did Ar Arbonne, mm -hmm. and what I did see her post about a lot was um, the thirty day like healthy living or detox or something yes, like that, that, that program. And it did did they give you any type of meal plans or anything like that to follow? Nope just take these shakes and powders and yeah I mean I didn't really follow it that much like I was like oh let me just take this I was looking for that yeah. quick fix of course we all are I mean mm -hmm. that's everybody's looking for the quick fix that's why mm -hmm. that's why these places exist you know right. um so you were you you spent the money um mm -hmm. on uh, during the pandemic on um a 30-day supply of powders we'll just say powders yeah <laughs> What happened? How long did, what happened? Like, did, I mean, I didn't really like it. Like it tasted horrible. Uh -huh. I still wasn't seeing results, but I wasn't really working out because it was very, the pandemic was hard on everybody. Very hard. Yes. You know, and I was mm -hmm. like, not really, I was just like, oh, let me just take this thinking. Cause like they made it look so good on Instagram that oh, mm -hmm. you know, we, we take it. And I was like, all right, good. Meanwhile, I'm like, well, I'm not even working out. I'm, not even, I'm like, but also, if you think about it, Arvon, those Arvon girlies, they are really aesthetically pleasing. Mm -hmm. Everything they do is aesthetically pleasing. Mm -hmm. Everything is like matchy matchy. Everything is just like, oh, you you know, you open up like a home and garden book whenever mm -hmm. you're looking at these. Ar and I think they do it for a reason. Um, so you were Arvon first and then you went to Beachbody. What yes. caused you to, to to do that? Because I, I needed something like with a workout. Like I didn't really know what I was doing. The gyms were closed mm -hmm. and I was like, I need something. I don't know what to do. 
And it kind of like, because like I said, going to the gym for me, I, I loved it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do now? What am I going to do now? And I, I, I did Beachbody just, I bought in 2018. Yeah. Three cleans. Oh, the cleanse? You did yeah. that? I did that in 2018 because I was sweating for the dress. <laughs> oh, no. And of course I saw results because I wasn't eating. <laughs> no. And what people don't get when it comes to the three, three day refresh, as it talked about a lot. Now, I did the three day refresh multiple times as a coach. Mm-hmm. And um, for three days, what was your like, what was your meals like for three days? Like, I mean, they're pretty much the same every day. But do you remember like what it consisted of? For me, honestly, I was just eating like veggies and fruits. Yeah. And, and, drinking, and I couldn't yeah. even drink that fiber thing. You have to, you have to shoot it and hold your nose because yes, it's I couldn't even horrible. do it. It was disgusting. I was like, give me the shakeology. This is a little bit better. Did you, while you were doing that, did you, did you work out on it? Nope. Just did that. Okay. Did you, uh, did you feel tired or, or, or like sluggish while you were doing it? How did you feel? Tired, hungry. And uh, because a lot of people, like, I think, I don't even think they give you 900 calories for those three, for each of those days. I think Mm -hmm. that you get, and they, they, they tell you not to work out on it, you know, Mm -hmm. but then they give you options. Oh, well, you can do yoga. You -hmm. can do this. You know, technically you shouldn't be moving on it at all. So what I'm guessing is you joined, how long were you, was your beach body? Uh, you signed up for a year. So obviously you had it for a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was, so in 2018, I just bought the three day cleans and I was doing it while okay. I was going to the gym. So of course I was like, oh, yeah. and then after I transitioned from Arbonne in 2020, I was like, oh, I remember beach body. I didn't, I didn't mind their cleans. Cause I, I didn't, I would yeah. guess I was looking for something that didn't have a pill, which I was like, oh, yeah. that's great. So I went back on to Beachbody and then I was like, all right, well, because the pandemic, like I was like, oh, this is it. So yeah. then I joined and then I was doing muscle burns fat. Yeah. I, I actually like that. that program. I know a lot of people say it's a bad. I really liked that program. I don't know it's, why. It, I think I, I like the way that it was designed for me when I'm mm-hmm. any type of workout program, I, I can't get bored. Mm-hmm. And that's my problem. Like I have to be able to, like, for instance, with Peloton, I do a boot, the cycle boot camp because I get on the bike, I do the bike mm-hmm. then I do weights and then I get back on the bike. So for me, it's like not just standing there and counting my mm-hmm. reps type thing. And I did like it. It's mm-hmm. like muscle burns fat. What I liked your- the jump ropes. I, I liked it. It wasn't bad. I was like, all right, I liked it. Yeah. Cause I just Megan is like, she's not the good. No, she's not. She's actually a pretty good trainer. There are some moves in her newer programs and even in that program that was a little questionable, but they're not mm-hmm. as questionable as some of the others that we see. Um, so after you did, so you did um, muscle burns fat, like were you in any type of community group with these people or was it just yes. you on your own? No, I was in a community. And what did you see in that so community? I got, the ch- I got the challenge pack, whatever the, mm-hmm. the solutions um, they, a lot of like the positive mindsets. Yeah. Um, I did see, which you, I know y'all posted about this dry shooting the pre-workout. All the time. So they were on my team doing it. 
who oh, I, you don't have to you can you can tell me who later but there's only a couple teams that, do, that does this and i know of the team that i was on is like the founder of the dry shooting of the of the um pre-workout did you ever do it no that's disgusting <laughs> no, no, i would never do that like I didn't, I wouldn't like, even before I saw your post, I was like, that's yeah. disgusting. Like, I'm not going to do that. Like it tastes better in the water. I think it does taste better in the water, but I think like for me, the, I got into this, I think everybody gets into the mindset that does it is it's faster. It, it um, will get into your system faster and then everybody's doing it. So why not just mm -hmm. jump on the train? It just sets you apart. So you saw the dry scooping of the, of that. Did you see any type of, and you saw love bombing, of course, I'm sure oh. positive, um, positive mindset um, talk. How do you, how do you think, uh, we'll just go into this just a little bit because um, we've had a couple conversations offline about it. Mm -hmm. um, after seeing everything that was inside those groups um, mm -hmm. and seeing how people who are not qualified basically give you advice, right? Mm -hmm. How do you think it's going to change now that they actually, Beachbody has a mindset program or mindset community piece with the oh. VP of personal development? That's the real title. <laughs> oh, I think they're going to be like, they're going to go about mental health advice. And how, as a, as a professional, okay. Can you tell me how dangerous that can be? That is extremely dangerous. They're not, they have no college experience. They have no education, extremely dangerous. Just like, which I definitely gonna, I don't like this, the Beachbody coaches that say sober coach. Yeah. It is extremely dangerous just because it worked like, and I'm not knocking, like, that's great that like you worked out, you got sober. That's awesome. But like, yeah, it may not work for other people. And it's dangerous. So what do you think? Because I've I've covered this quite a, a lot on my, actually on my Instagram and YouTube and podcast. Why do you think it is dangerous for, if like, let's say, we'll use me as an example. Let's say I became sober from years of mm -hmm. alcohol abuse where, um, and I did it on my own. And the, the way that I was able to overcome it was reading personal development, working out every day, changing my lifestyle, you know, those types of things. And then I was like, oh, well, people keep coming to me and asking me what I did. So how about I create a course mm -hmm. and I can sell it to people for thousands of dollars and they can join me and I can just basically get them into my MLM program right into my community into my group and basically regurgitate positive mindset reinforcement mm -hmm. or even rip from there are actually people that are sober communities that mm -hmm. do have qualified professionals in there mm -hmm. but i rip from and this this i know for a fact is one of the sober coaches rips a lot of her stuff Mm -hmm. from those communities those communities that actually have professionals in mm -hmm. them and she then and then you know let's say I I like how what kind of damage could I do to people especially people that are I've lived with alcoholics before I I know mm -hmm. I I grew up around one 
I know how hard it is for them to stay sober. I know that there's only one way to do it. I mean, there's, we won't say there's only one way to do it, but I know that let's just say they got caught up in this sober coach scam, you know, Mm -hmm. how dangerous is that for people? Oh, extremely dangerous. And the thing with alcohol is, is that it's actually the most toughest with withdrawal symptoms. Okay. And it's, and you can go through pretty bad withdrawal symptoms that you may end up needing to be hospitalized. I'm not sure if you heard of, um, they use this in out inpatients and outpatients, but it's monitored medically. They use anabuse. I don't know Those, what that is. Anabuse is basically a prescribed medication. So you take it and it makes you, so if you try to drink again, like your body mm-hmm. rejects. Oh, okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, so I'm this glad they- is so dangerous because everybody's different. Like some may go through withdrawals, some may not, but if they do, it's, they can be pretty deadly with alcohol. Because believe it or not, alcohol has the worst withdrawal symptoms compared to like cocaine and like heroin. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So it's, I mean, so when we say that alcohol, I mean, I'm not going to say that I'm, I'm a sober person. I'm not going to say that I demonize alcohol by any means, because mm-hmm. I do enjoy a drink or whatever, yeah. but um, it's literally poison for your body mm-hmm. is what it is. And so it sounds to me like if you are someone who does need help getting, getting sober, then you need to go to professionals because there could be significant side effects and consequences that mm-hmm. these sober coaches, quote unquote, can't help you with. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you, what usually happens is you go to like, it depends. You can do it like an outpatient, but inpatient you detox. Yeah. So you're, everybody's monitoring the withdrawal symptoms and then you come out and you go to outpatient. Cause it's like I said, it's a, it's a journey. Yeah. So I'm guessing that that also falls in line with, um, and I'm just asking your therapist yeah. opinion, I guess that, so what would you think that would fall in line with um, if you saw people that were marriage ca- counseling, mar- married couples? I know what you're talking about. <laughs> no. <coughs> oh my gosh. It's so unethical because here's the thing. Like I have, like, I have a license. So like if they were to sue me, I mean, I mean, I have malpractice, but this it's so unethical. You're not getting anything from a, they're not licensed just because they've been married for whatever many years. It doesn't give them the qualifications. I mean, you're right. I, Cause I was, I was actually having this conversation with my husband. I was like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and brag. I mean, we're every married couple has like their, their, you know, rolling hills or whatever, but we do get a lot of people who say what in the world is your all secret because we don't we don't mm-hmm. have those knockdown drag out fights we don't have those arguments that last, last and linger on for for months or days you know mm-hmm. I've never intentionally really withheld anything from him if you get what mm-hmm. I'm saying because he made me mad it's just we talk we have conversations and so I was telling him I was like honey we've missed the boat you know mm-hmm. like these people are charging twelve hundred dollars I know for marriage counseling. And he was like, well, tell your friends, we'll do it for a hundred. They're really, they're really charging 1200. Oh yeah. It's a $1,200 marriage course for couples therapy. And I don't understand how people, I get it because I was that person. I would have totally went out. I would have been like, oh my God, this is what I need. You know, like we need this we need, I would have, I bought every course there mm-hmm. probably is, you know, but 
now from the outside looking in, how dangerous could it be for your marriage to get a, advice from someone who really has no clue or no license of what they're talking about or how to say, or how to, I, I just, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it's, it's extremely dangerous. And I just want to point the fact too, like you, if you have insurance, like seriously, it's cheaper, like the copay, like to have yeah. couples therapy, even if you don't have insurance, like most therapists like myself will do slide and scales. We'll do like a flat fee. We'll work out a price and it's yeah. way cheaper than that. And you get real tangible tools Correct. to get, yeah, it's not. And I think what a lot of people don't understand when, um, what makes this the most, I mean, on top of them not being qualified or having the license to do it, they're really just doing this so that they can try to get you into their, their oh, multi-level yeah. marketing mm -hmm. company. And that's what's the saddest part because they're preying on vulnerable ind individuals. Mm -hmm. um, which brings me to what, when we had, when I first got a message from you, it, you, do you remember what your message said? I feel like I, I sent you several messages. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first one that you were talking to me about was, and I, I really want to make sure that we touch on it and we don't run out of time on it. So the first, because I think that it's going to be really powerful for people to hear is you were talking about the, um, about how disordered the the beach body is when it comes to or just any mlm about like disordered eating and eating disorders and mm -hmm. like you know your mindset around food and just your mindset around it all can mm -hmm. you elaborate just a little bit on that and what you yeah, saw I mean, was the most problematic so i mean i'm not gonna lie like in 2020 i tried portion fix it literally lasted like one hour <laughs> one hour so i couldn't I couldn't do it. I was like, this is, I was like, this is too much work. And I think they gave me calorie, the bracket A, uh -huh. you know, at least one. And I was like, this is too much work. Then I went to to be mindset because it was a little bit easier, mm -hmm. but very problematic weighing yourself on the scale every day. So and I have some you, clients. Why would oh, you sorry. say that's problem? Why would you say that's problematic? Weighing yourself oh, it increases on the, scale every day. the obsession, it increases whatever the eating disorder, body dysmorphia, anorexia, bulimia. It also too, it makes you feel the scale is my worth, like the scale that's my worth, the number. So, and a lot of clients that I see, like I'm like put the scale away, like don't even like try to hot like get rid of it. I don't even I don't recommend that, especially yeah. with like eating disorders. You shouldn't have the scale in your house or Do you. Is that your scope of, of practice is, is dealing with, is helping people with eating disorders and disordered eating, or you're just like a, in, in general therapist? Like in general, like mainly a lot of, I see anxiety, trauma, depression, there is body dysmorphia a lot in there. But do you think that there's a direct correlation between like anxiety and depression and people that have a, a, an obsessive, like an obsessive behavior when it comes around like their food and their their weight and their body and do you think that that oh like yeah 100 because anxiety and OCD work hand in hand with each other do they yes they do because yeah. you ever notice if, if you ever have anxiety like any obsessive thoughts and they're anxious that's part of like in a way it's like a form of OCD they kind of go hand in hand so when people so it's it's you know when people do say I mean it's kind of like when people say that you are obsessed with clean eating and working out and your body it's true because yeah. 
it, it could be if you have these types of low-lying mental health issues, it could be something that is being triggered and you're mm -hmm. just focusing even harder on it. Mm -hmm. What do you think that, so you said that the 2B mindset can cause you to have a really bad relationship with like the scale. What about yes. the food portion? Did you get, did you dive into the food portion of it? I like how you track it? I did. I did. It was a little bit easier than portion, but that was too much. <laughs> that was yeah. like, but I felt like I was like, why do I always have to eat a vegetable? I'm like, I don't want to eat a vegetable. What do you think about writing things down? So you, so with, for the people that are listening that aren't familiar a lot with TV mindset, one of the reasons that you weigh yourself every day mm -hmm. is because you wrote down what you ate the day before. Mm -hmm. And if it's a weight loss day, the next day, then you know that what you ate the day before is good. But mm -hmm. if it's not a weight loss day, then you know there's something in that food log that you can no longer eat because it's mm -hmm. going to make you gain weight. How do you think that can mess with people? Oh, it's demonizing food. It's saying this is bad food, good food. When no okay. food, every food is good. Every food has its nutritional value. And that further, again, increases the obsession that now I have to keep eating clean. And then that's where orthorexia comes in. They're working out over time. So with portion fix, and we'll just jump back into portion fix, because I know you did it in, um, for half one an hour, hour one, one hour. Um, <laughs> I guess you could really kind of say the same with portion fix too, because for, I know for me, I know the big issue that I have is my, I don't have my containers anymore. So if I don't have the container and I can't put my vegetables in it, then I don't think that I'm eating vegetables, even though like I just had a sub that had peppers and onions and all that stuff on it. Right. Mm -hmm. Those are vegetables. But in my brain, it doesn't count as vegetables because mm -hmm. they're not in my container. So do you see, do you, could you understand, like, how could you explain that away for people? Like how, I'm not telling you to, to therapy me, but I'm mm -hmm. I'm asking like, why do you think that that correlation is there? Well, I mean, like I said, it's in a way like you, it's a learned behavior that you've been doing. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's in, it's, and this is like, it, it comes into like with therapy, with CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. Those are, those are rational thoughts. Like if I can't eat a vegetable, unless if it's in this container, and that's and where CBT comes in. It's like, let's chant, let's reframe those thoughts. So, I mean, cause I literally believed at first that I was crazy. I was like, this is, this is crazy, Cheryl. Like, what is wrong with you? You're eating a vegetable. And I still, a year, a year out of it, I still like, I just had that sub just before our call. And I was like, I need to add a vegetable to this. And my husband was like, there are vegetables all in that mm -hmm. sub. Like, what are you talking about? You're just going to overeat because you feel like you need to add something else in when your sub is enough for you, right? Now. Like, are mm. you craving any type of vegetables? I'm like, no, but they have to be separate and not on something because then they don't count. Mm -hmm. And it's mind blowing to me that I still have those thoughts. But also too, like you have to, and I want to just share this. It's trauma. It is trauma. Like trauma your body will always remember it and your mind too. It's trauma. It's, it's part of the healing process. Like it's hard. You came out like this whole disordered eating thing. It's going to be like a process to forget it, to unlearn those behaviors. It's going to yeah. take time. 
So it's actually normal that you're still doing it. like in a way it is, it is normal that you're still doing it because it was very traumatic and, for you. And I appreciate that because, and I wanted other people to be able to hear mm -hmm. that because I know that over the last year, I've done a lot to where I'm trying to unlearn a lot of the things that I learned while I was in there. And I am going to go, um, my goal this year is to get a therapist and to be able mm -hmm. to go through it and also get an, a registered dietitian. I don't want one in the same. I want them separate mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I need, I still have other things I need to work on, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but I, I know how alone I felt last year when I first stopped with Beachbody and then all of a sudden um, I, I gained weight because I went crazy. I was, I felt, well, not crazy. I'm not going to say crazy. I just actually started eating again. And I actually started not caring if I was following a freaking workout program, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so if you had one piece of advice to people that were first, because you can see, how Beachbody really is problematic for like your mental health, your physical health and everything all around. What would you say that they should do when they first leave Beachbody? What's the first thing that you think that they should do? Honestly, I, I'm a true believer. I would do therapy if you can, if you have insurance or no insurance, the, us therapists, we work something out. I truly believe therapy does help. Okay. Do you think that there's a specific type of therapist that people should look for that would understand? Mm -hmm. Usually a lot of therapists, I mean, you, and, and I'm, and I'm going to share this site. I, I think I shared it with Amber when I got an article, okay. psychologytoday.com. Okay. So okay. you can put in your zip code and you can check and it shows like what the therapist specializes in. And if, if you want a mental health counselor or LCSW, and you could put in your insurance, or if you don't have insurance, they have a little button saying no insurance uh -huh. and you can choose and you can like, and it's not like better help. It's they're literally like, cause I'm on there too. And yeah. then you contact the therapist. Okay. Okay. I'll put that um, link in the show notes for people mm -hmm. so that they can have that option. Um, but, and, and I'm glad that you said that because I do tell a lot of people when they get out, I'm like, you should see a therapist and a registered dietitian. Um, those are the first two things that you should see, you know, because a registered dietitian is going to work if you get one that's right, because mm -hmm. Alana, she is yeah. a registered dietitian, but if you get one that I, I'm going to say is ethical, <laughs> then yes. they will be able to help you start your, your journey of, it's not going to be an overnight process, but they can help you start your journey of, you know, basically unlearning all of the things that you've learned mm -hmm. while you were in Beachbody. And a lot of people, I, I get it from, Autumn has said it to me. I've gotten it from coaches, current coaches. Now they're just like, oh, you, you don't have disordered eating. You just didn't know how to do the program correctly. What would you say to someone that said that? Well, that's very ignorant to say. And especially, I mean, Autumn, I mean, come on. She is so. Yeah. She has her own issues. I mean, that that's so unethical. That that is so harmful. And it's because it's, it's it's invalidating your feelings. It's invalidating it's your experience. Right, exactly. And I want to add in there too. The other step I would do is once you come out of an MLM Beach Body, it's okay. And I and I encourage it because I feel like Beach Body does this after looking at it. 
you can cry, you can feel angry, you can scream, you're going to go through all these emotions. This is like, in a way, the process, I don't know if you heard of the process of the grieving process. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, that's part of the grieving process to allow your emotions. You can feel, and it's normal in a way to go up and down, feel happy that you're out of it, but then the next day you're sad. That's part of the healing process, the grieving process. And I feel like beach body, uh, I feel like they're always happy. Like, you have to be. not be happy that all the time. I'll, I'll, when I look back on some of my memories that are on Facebook and I'm like, I used to always talk to the camera every single morning. Mm -hmm. I know what type of person I am in the morning. I am not a happy person in the morning. I'm like, give me my coffee. Mm -hmm. Please don't talk to me for 30 minutes. Just let me, just let me just like, yeah. you know, just wake up. But no, I know for a fact, when I look at those videos that I was putting on the camera and I was, you know, smiling it up and being all positive yeah. and letting, and I'm like, I don't think that I was ever allowed to feel my feelings ever. Right. And I think that when, when I was in it, like, I know for a fact, because I didn't get put on anxiety medication until, well, I got put on anxiety medication after I had a car accident. Obviously I was scared to death of driving yeah. and I would have panic, panic attacks. Yeah. So the doctor okay. put me on anxiety medication to, mm -hmm. because at the time my job was to travel. It was my job to go travel from store to store. So I, and while I was on the road, I was having panic attacks. So um, I got off of it after about two years um, and I, I no longer had that job. And um, also I got off of my anxiety medications because it was frowned upon in the beach body mm -hmm. world. Um, I know that you saw the post that I posted and where, and I'm still, I'm still responding to a lot of the, the stuff that was going on in there. And I kept, I, on the reel that I posted about like the mental health or, and the new mindset program, I wanted to keep the conversation going because I need people to understand. I want people to understand how problematic it is. But in those comments, there were people that, and I can agree with them, we were made to think that anxiety medication, depression medication, Beachbody was the end-all be-all. Like if you work on your mindset, you read enough personal development, if you do your workout, if you do your Shakeology and you're energized, then you mm -hmm. shouldn't need to be on these medications anymore. And I saw you in those comments. How did you feel yeah, about was some, really of the, <laughs> some of the, the conversations that were going on? I mean, we weren't mad at people that were in there. You were oh, yeah, mad at what they were. Yeah. What what did you see that was pro so problematic in, the, in that conversation we were having underneath that reel? I mean, first off, why were they telling you? And then also, too, I, I'm not knocking like you or anything. You know, like, did they... Like, how did they know y'all were on medication? That's the only So the, the things, so I'll speak from my own experience. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think that anybody, like, so when we're like you, like, and I'm not dogging you because you wasn't a coach, but mm -hmm. there's a couple, there's a couple different types of coaches. So mm -hmm. when you're a beach body coach um, or a body partner is what they call their, themselves now. Um, there are these hierarchy of people. They're celebrity coaches. So those are mm -hmm. your, those are like the, in the people that are in the top 10. Okay. And there's a lot of people 
that are in those top 10 ranks, you want to mimic everything that they do because they made it. Mm-hmm. Okay. They made it. I was, I personally was part of a team of a very successful, she wasn't as successful as most of the people underneath that umbrella of, of that team. But she was very successful. Mm-hmm. I mean, she bought her own house. Like, she was able to shop. She's a single mom. Like, all this stuff. She mm-hmm. always had, I mean, her life she portrayed on the internet was great, you know. Um, and a lot of the coaches that are in that top spot will tell, like, I've heard them say before that Beachbody has helped improve their mindset. It has helped them get off of their anxiety medications. It has helped increase their mood. It has helped them get off their depression medication. Now, there are some coaches that will say, you know, um, don't forget to take your meds. They're important. Like, you have those people that are in there. But a lot of those people that are in that top spot are very anti-medication. That beach body personal development, I mean, it's part of the three vital behaviors. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, the first behavior, I, I don't want to tell it incorrectly, but the first one is be a product of the product. Mm-hmm. And then the second one is, hold on, three vital behaviors for Beachbody. For those of you that can't see, I am looking it up on the internet because I don't want to do the wrong thing. Like a cult. There's always <laughs> like a cult. Exactly. I'm looking at a lot it of brainwashing. <clears throat> okay, so the vital behaviors they've actually changed to about four. No, three vital behaviors is so. This is what they tell you that you should do every single day. Is um, be a product of the product. Oh, invite, invite, invite. Invite as many people as possible every day. Invite people to join your Beachbody Challenge group. Have the courage to invite everyone you come into contact with. Invite, then invite more. Number two, be the proof the products work. So just that right there, being the proof the products work. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of health claims that come around with like energized, mental focus, clarity. You know those types of things. Shakeology is the end-all be-all. It's supposed to fix oh, yeah. everything, basically. Um, collagen, end-all be-all. Like, they have all these things that are supposed to be the end-all be-all. So mm-hmm. you have to be proof the products work. So mm-hmm. a lot of people will say, I'm feeling down. I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling lethargic. So let me go get So watch me take another shot of my mama go-go juice, mm-hmm. which is energized. And it will instantly give me everything I need to be able to to tackle the rest of the day. Oh, I love it when they say crack juice. I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah, nice. mom crack juice. I said that. I did. Yeah, I, you I did. Told, oh, I, told, I told Emma, I was like, Emma, I will I will definitely apologize to you now that I am the one who's, I am one of those people <laughs> that said that. Um, but I know better now, so I will not ever say that again. And then the third part is personal development. Mm-hmm. Every day, read, listen to audiobooks. Use success on demand in the back office. Listen to the weekly coach call and team calls. Attend summit and other training seminars. The number mm-hmm. one thing that you're always asked if you try to ask for help from your upline, they will ask you, 
have you read your personal development today? Like that's going to cure everything. In their minds, it is. And that's why this, that's why transitioning into this, this whole mindset thing that they're about to launch on the 27th. Like that's why with, it's a mindset, like course, it's like courses to take you through mindset. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, how, how? How is that I know okay? I looked at it. I, she has that stupid, uh, that wheel thing. That's so, I don't even like it. I don't have like a wheel thing out. The, check your, like, the check your, yeah. it's called the PERMA. The oh. PERMA wheel of well-being. And I'm like, I can get it. You know, so this is my brain. So this is how my brain thinks, right? I can understand that will. Okay. I can get it. I get it. Right. Like, okay, today. Uh, my relationships are on a three. Maybe mm -hmm. I want to try to focus a little bit on my relationship with right. my husband, right? For me, I would take it and I would look at that and I would be like, maybe this, this, and this is like a four and a five, but this is the thing that's going to happen. They're using this perma wheel for ways for you to, to be able to level up and to mm -hmm. not feel like all, everything is being indoctrined into Beachbody. They don't want you to go outside for any type yeah, of help. They don't want you to do that. So, and that's, why that's do you, predatory. That's predatory. Like you're being a predator, in my opinion, my, my yeah. professional opinion, that's predatory. And also too, you know, you shouldn't, and I want to put that in there. The only time you should go off any medication, whether it's medical, psychiatric, is if a doctor tells you. Yeah. You should never stop cold turkey, especially with the with the psychotropic medications. There's a yeah. lot of side effects, like serotonin yeah. syndrome. Um, only do it unless if the doctor tells you, "Hey, get off of it right now." Yeah, and I don't think so. I mean, I know for a fact that when I started really going back into deep deep diving into Beachbody mm -hmm. in 2019, that um, I did I quit Lexapro hardcore. Like mm -hmm. I didn't even like wean off of it. And I can remember syndrome. I had just, yeah, I did have a, a couple side effects um, from it, yeah. but this, so I finally got back on Lexapro about a year and a half ago. Oh, um, and I went back to my doctor though. This is the crazy thing. So I'm getting mm -hmm. ready to go work with a psychologist. They actually took me off of Lexapro because they don't believe that I have anxiety or depression. Mm -hmm. They think mm -hmm. that I have undiagnosed ADHD. <laughs> Oh, okay. and, and so that um the Lexapro was actually making it worse because it was mm -hmm. causing me to have less focus than what I already do. Right, right. <laughs> and um so I did, but I had to wean off of it for two yes. weeks. Yes. And I did it the right way, you know. Mm -hmm. I I think right. I was on like ten milligrams, so I did like I skipped a dose every other mm -hmm. day and right. for two weeks, and then I was able to just get off right. of it. And I was like, when I did, when I just went through that, I was like, that is not what I did before because I was mm -hmm. told it's okay. You can just quit taking it. It's mm -hmm. no big deal. And I was like, it's so harmful. It is. So what do you, um, you said that you wanted to share some of your stories. So I'm going to let you talk a little sure. bit because I've been talking way too much. Sorry about that. <laughs> you, like about like my journey and yeah, what happened. go for it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. what I guess started around 2013, because I was always quote unquote thin. 
then um you like to say and then I got on birth control that warped my mind with the scale uh-huh. everybody was saying I looked good but I just didn't the scale determined me I was very upset so I got off of it lost more weight um because I was like I'm never going back to that again and I mean I don't like I do not like the BMI but a court, like I was underweight, like I was like a hundred pounds. I got to a hundred pounds. So I was in wow. grad school. I was just, I literally was not eating. Like I was like, Oh, that's it. Like, I was like, I'm never getting back to that level again. And then actually, and then I'm going to relate this with beach body. Then actually after my wedding in 2018, I joined CrossFit. Oh, okay. Now I know some people say it can be culty, but this one was very good. Like they were like eat food mental like they were very mindful like intuitive eating you got to eat the food to lift weight yeah I loved the CrossFit I loved it because I was just they were they were extremely big on stretching before and after they said to you hey if you can't lift just use a PVC pipe forms that that is what matters mm-hmm. and believe it or not did you know when I was doing beach body programs, I got more hurt on beach body programs than CrossFit. Yeah. <laughs> you would think CrossFit, but the coaches were there, they're very on top of the form. And that's another thing too. I with lift more. Yeah. I got mm-hmm. hurt with those uh whatever they're called, the the fly, I don't know what they're called, but yeah. yeah, like I got hurt. Like I literally had to go to a massage place and keep getting it massaged out. Yeah, there is a, I have, yeah, I, I have just learned the past couple weeks that, um, well, actually, I'm actually on a schedule where I, I'm, I'm feeling good with exercise. So, um, last week I started, I did like this boot camp program. I could not sit down on the, I couldn't sit. My legs mm-hmm. hurt so bad. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Jen Baruso, I, yes. I reached out to her. I said, Jen, um, I know you're not my trainer or anything, but can you please tell me, am I supposed to go work out again with this soreness or am Mm -hmm. I supposed to stretch? Because Mm -hmm. my beach body mind, Cheryl wants to go, Oh, push through the pain. You got this. You know, she was like, no, you Mm -hmm. go for a walk, a light stroll to loosen up your legs. And then you stretch, you try Mm -hmm. a hip mobility type um, workout. And I was like, Oh, so what I, honestly you, you're talking about the stretching part yeah now for the past two weeks I have incorporated more stretching than worrying about the quote-unquote hardcore workout mm-hmm. and my body feels amazing but with beach body I was always hurt knees ankles I know feet, shoulders back everything hurt all the time I know I was but just you know, telling my husband a couple of days ago I was like it was like I was laughing too I'm like you would think you would get more hurt with CrossFit. I'm like, no, I got more hurt working at home. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So what did you do? I'm so, sorry. I interrupted you again. No, it's okay. See? So, um, so I loved CrossFit, but then I actually moved. <laughs> so I never found another place again like them. Cause I'm originally from New York. They were the okay. greatest. Um, I didn't like the CrossFit where I am now. So that's where I was like, I'll just go back to the gym. And again, the pandemic. But so, but I was really roll fast forward to 2020 again with Beachbody. Um, you know, I was like, yes, this is it. This is it. Yeah. I was like, all right. You know, I did muscle burns fat and then four week came out. Oh no. I you felt pressure. I wanted to do because FOMO, everybody else was doing it. Oh no. I used to 
hey to my coach. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing the the nutrition part. No, I wasn't. No. What made you feel like you needed to laugh? What made you feel like you needed to laugh to your coach? (laughs) Um, Because I guess in a way I was like, well, I don't want to let her down in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And actually I did lie quite frequently with them because well, for well, I did four weeks got a four not four week got protocol. I did four weeks. Autumn annoyed me. I'm sorry, like I couldn't handle it. I was like, what mm-hmm. is with this? Like I couldn't handle her. Like Megan was fine. Like she didn't annoy me. I don't know, just something with Autumn. I was like, oh shut up. She doesn't shut like, up. She doesn't right? shut up. I'm like, just shut up. It I'm doesn't like, matter what program you do of hers. She talks. The people think I'm long-winded. Look, this girl <laughs> talks the entire time. She doesn't mm-hmm. stop <laughs> on every program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I know. And then I was like, mm. the workout was okay. I kind of like muscle burn fat better. Um, and then once again, a new program came out, Lift More. Of course I had to buy it. I was like, cause the FOMO. Yeah. So I actually, this is so bad. I actually did. Oh, by the way, I got the bike too. I was convinced oh. i conned into oh it i got God. it you i got, got the bike everything you're yes, the behind. best customer ever <laughs> you're know. the best customer ever i, I got the bike um but in between that of course i was posting my sweaty selfies they tried to convince me to be a coach and i said no 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 maybe another time <laughs> yeah because it seemed like a lot of work like i was like this is a lot of work like i don't want to post that much so oh wait no wait no, maybe after got week protocol, the four weeks, no, it was fire and flow. Okay. I yeah. Think so of course I had yeah, a buy into was. So you were a customer, you're newly customer and you bought. So when you bought your program mm-hmm. or your total solution pack or challenge mm-hmm. pack, you bought it for muscle burn fat, the MBA, right? Yes. Yes. So you bought that program and then just within like six months or within a year, you bought three more programs because (laughs) you're already saying, so as a customer, you're spending, um, how much was it? Did you do the whole pack or like the whole big upgrade or did you just do the essentials upgrade just to get access to it? Like the $40 one. I think. Um, okay, so the first one I had to pay like a lot, like you know, the big one. But then yeah. after um I just did the for the, each programs the access. So the access is, is about fifty dollars yep. is what it is. So mm-hmm. um you paid a, an additional hundred and fifty dollars to yep. get access, and then you bought the bike. Yes, wow. I did. So you're already how long were you a customer for at this point? Probably like four months. So in four months, you've already invested. Oh my gosh. Yes, I invested a lot. Wow. The bike itself is on what? 2000 or is it 1500? Of course I had to get the plus one because it had the, um, the weight. Oh, the swivel. Yeah, yeah, I think it was 1800 or something like that. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm not even going to do math. I can can (laughs) tell that that's already a lot of money. So in four months, you spent over pretty much to 2,500 to two to three grand. This is a customer. Yeah. Wow. 
That's why they probably mess like she messaged me to be a coach. And actually, well, how how much did she push you to be a coach though? Because I'm curious about that. Did she push you a lot or was it just like a one and done type thing? No, it was a couple of times. I have to say, she is nice, um, yeah. not as pushy. They're actually, so go figure, I was under, this is part of the Canada team. Okay. You know, I'm, okay. I'm in America, but I don't know why I picked her. Whatever, yeah. I don't know. I guess her, her Instagram's like that aesthetically pleasing. She yeah. wasn't as pushy, but like, you know, if I didn't work out, it was like, hey, girl, you okay? And I'm like, no, I just, I'm having a lot with work right now. I'm like, I don't have time. Well, she's got to keep you in her reins because you're making her money. Oh, That's yeah, probably yeah. why she wasn't that pushy for you. Like, first of all, this is there's two ways that a coach can figure this out. So mm-hmm. number, like, number one, if you're a coach or a partner or whatever, you can make, sometimes it doesn't make sense to make people your coach, to mm-hmm. sign them up as a coach. Because if they're a very active customer, you're getting that commission from every time they buy a product, right. anytime that your your shipment, like if you have a reoccurring subscription of Shakeology or Energize, you're getting that commission for that. When they sign you up as a coach, you, they no longer get commission from what you buy mm-hmm. at all. They only get the points, the PV mm-hmm. points. So that's and probably if, why. And if they're not, if they're not like, let's say, um, a diamond or in the position to have a lot of team cycle bonuses, which means that for every so many like TV that cycles on one leg, you get $14. So as many times as it can cycle through that personal volume, you get $14 for each one. Mm -hmm. That's, that's just an emerald. I don't know what the rest of it is because I never Mm -hmm. made it past an emerald, but anyway, but that's, that might be why she never pushed you so hard is because she right. was making money from you anyways. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But not and that then, she's not a, a bad, I don't want to say she's a bad person. I'm just saying that that might be why. But I just want to, I know we were talking about the direct, the, the dry, what, what's it called? Dry scooping? And yeah, that's the dry, dry scooping. scooping. Yeah. So they're doing it in Canada too. Cause that was, that was my, oh my you know, God. people. But can we just take a moment to just tell people how dangerous that is? Please don't. Please don't. It is extremely dangerous. I never realized it, but apparently if you dry scoop, it can go into your lungs and you can aspirate. aspirate what is it? Aspirate or whatever. Aspirate. Yeah. 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 Um, it's so, it's so dangerous. Just look it up on poison control dot or poison.com or. But their, the fl- link their the- faces too said it all too. They were like, like that. And it's I was like. Horrible. Oh. Yeah, it's not good. So then, so then I did, so I like muscle burns fed. That one I, I really, I did like four weeks. Eh, it's kind of annoying. <laughs> and then like, I didn't, but again, I never followed really the nutrition plans. I really never did like partly of two B mindset, but I never was consistent. Cause I was like, I don't really like this. I'm like, I just want to work out. And um, so then fire and flow came out. I was like, oh, I have to get that. Because that's when she messaged me every time a new program came out. Yeah. She messaged me. And of course I did it because I was a preferred customer because I was like that FOMO. I was like, oh, I have to do it. I want to be a part of the group. Uh, Fire and float. No, I didn't like that. I thought it was odd. I did not like that. Not like I, that. I can I can see it. I can see the training between Jericho's. A re- I really like Jericho. Mm-hmm. I wish he would leave. But Jericho has a different style of training. Mm-hmm. 
And then you add in Barblin. And I loved Barblin, but I could only do it one time because I got so bored after that. Right. So bored. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, I, I didn't really like it. So that's when some of the lines started. I used to like pretend I never worked out I, I with it. Like after week two, I didn't like it. I didn't want to tell my coach I didn't like it. So I just used to put like so bad, like sweaty selfies and be like, oh, look, I'm done. Oh my God. I felt why so could bad. You, this is the sad thing though. Why do you need to lie about that? Like what, oh. what made you feel like you needed to lie about that? It was like that mindset. It was like, again, like what, the, what Beachbody does. It was just like, well, I don't want to let her down that I don't like it. Like, I don't want her to let her know my feelings. Again, pushing those feelings in. Uh-huh. So she and was like, how was it? And, then, and I'm an LCSW. So see how they get it? Yeah. They get you. Like that mindset. And then, so then, um, then when it was lift four, four not lift four, lift more. Lift I got more. the bench, mm-hmm. but I did it on Amazon because I was like, I'm not spending that much. Because I was like, oh, this is good. I'm like, I like strength training. Joel's also annoying too, but- yeah. And I don't know, like week two, like my shoulders, because I do have like weak shoulders in general, like it's hard to train. And I kind of, like I said, I got a little hurt. I had to go to like massage there, like get massages. I didn't tell my coach that I was still pretending to put sweaty selfies. It was bad. I, I like that. I'm so like, I couldn't believe I did that. And then I was like starting to think to myself, that's where things were starting to like click where I was like, well, I don't want to like post a selfie anymore. Like, first of all, I don't want to, I'm sorry. I don't want to take a selfie anymore. So then yeah. I started not taking the selfies, but still lying saying, yeah, I did the workout. Then I was like, wait, why am I doing this? So then what ended up happening was I actually hashtagged anti beach body coach. Oh yeah. Yep. Cause I was, I was starting to feel it. I was like, <sighs> I was like, I don't know. Cause I stopped doing Shakeology. I just like energized. Uh-huh. And I was like, everybody's so happy. I'm like, this is like not right. I'm like, and I was like, let, let me just see what other people are saying. So I hashtagged it, then came up Coach Brittany Morgan. Then I found you, then I found um, Jen, then I found Amber, and then I found DC. I was like, oh my goodness. So look, this is a funny story. I, at first, I was like, oh, y'all are crazy. Like, I was like, yes. no. And anybody hearing this on the podcast, what I'm about to say, I was like, yo, they're crazy. I'm like, they're exaggerating it. Yeah. All of a sudden, I think, I don't know if you said it, or I forget you when, when they were doing that summit thing, mm-hmm. they were, I remember, I, th- I don't know. You said it. You were like, I guarantee you when they come back, something like that. You were like, they're going to, you're going to be getting all these posts. Um, they're going to be messaging you. So I was like, nah. And then all of a sudden my coach asked me to be a coach again. I was like, no, I'm like, they're sure right. I'm like, so for <laughs> yeah. me, listen, you all are right. You're not exaggerating at all. <laughs> it's what people, I just don't. So a lot of people, so we just, you know, I'm going to say this and I'm going to say it as mm-hmm. nice as possible. There are people out there that think that we're mean, that think we're bullies, that think mm-hmm. we're haters. I get it. You know, like I get it. If I thought mm-hmm. you just said it, you thought we were crazy. You were like, mm-hmm. no way. This stuff is not yeah. real. But the thing is, is that DC is the only person on the team that was never a beach mm-hmm. body coach. Mm-hmm. But DC brings a very, a very, she brings a really good outlook at, at mm-hmm. to it all because she's like she can see through the deception and she doesn't have to know what the people like she doesn't know to have to know the back end of yeah. it you know yeah. and everything 
that we share between the four of us that was in Beachbody, there are things that we did. <laughs> like it's so when people tell us you're just being mean, you're being a bully, I'm like, no, we did these things so we know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. We just want to uncover it for you. So when you made that correlation in your mind and you were like, oh my God, they were right. What did you do? I I started following y'all. I I still was doing Beachbody because I was still like, eh, and but I couldn't stop listening to y'all. Like I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, what I, I think it was like when it was Autumn's Healthy Obsession. I forget like I think, I don't know, somebody said something. And I was like, no, they're right. Like, you're like, how much you want to bet this is like promoting this? And all of a sudden it came out. I was like, no way. This is so true. Yes. Like, wow. You guys are really not lying at all. Like, I was like, wow, wow. And then I did, I only did healthy obsession for like three days. I did not like it. Yeah. 16 days. The moves were insane. I'm not even a fitness professional. Or you were doing I couldn't you do were it. Doing I couldn't break dancing. You were break dancing and not one. So no. you bought into the healthy obsession one. So that was another program you bought. So you bought I think it was it was a body block. It was a body block. Did you have to buy the body block or was it part of uh, your no no it was part okay. of it? Because now they have to buy the body block. Really? They have to if they don't have a re reoccurring monthly subscription qualifying monthly subscription mm -hmm. um then they have to buy the body blocks every mm -hmm. month which would be 29 dollars every month more money more money for them yeah mm -hmm. like, like i said i did it for like three days and i was like what the heck is this i was like i can't do this i'm like this is this is not sustainable i'm like this i don't get it i'm like this is not sustainable stop doing it and then i stopped for like maybe a month went to the gym, like coach didn't really bother me actually, surprisingly. And mm -hmm. then I don't know, like, and then all of a sudden, like, I guess I started feeling guilty. I was like, oh my gosh, like I should make it look good. I should post. And then sure thing came out. Of course I bought into that. Then. And then I, uh -huh. I was like, yeah, cause I don't know, like, and I have to say some, some of the move they weren't, that one was not bad. Yeah. That one wasn't as bad. But again, it was like, I bought into it. And then the final straw was like, I kept listening to you guys more on YouTube, everything. And then the, really the final straw, like I was really ticked off. Like when, when you put that post about the medicine and then that other people were saying it too, I was like, that's it. I was like, I can't, I'm a mental health professional. I, I can't support that. And I just was yeah. like, done. So you just quit. Yeah. When? Um, I quit last week. No, a couple yeah, last week. Wow. Or maybe a couple of the time. Congratulations. So yeah. what are your what's your plan for what what's your plan for your bike? Because I know that you invest I mean you invested money into this stuff. What's your plan for it? I mean, I'm trying to sell it, but it's not so there's some have you tried I will say, and I wanted to put this on the podcast because I actually didn't know that you just quit. Like, so this is perfect. Um uh Emma she was able to put hers on Facebook marketplace mm -hmm. and a couple other people that I know have put it on Facebook, Facebook marketplace and been able and been able to sell it for at least a good, like, I think 12 to 1300, maybe okay. like okay. something mm -hmm. like that. Um, so maybe try putting it on there. Yeah, if you want. I know you can't hack it to 
to play other workouts. But um, how often did you do the bike? Did you do it a lot? Did you use it a lot? So I did like, I did like some of the cycles. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like some of them weren't yeah. bad. Um, so I, I was using it maybe like three times a week. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, if you want to sell it, you can. Um, I know personally that like Echelon has, it's not Peloton, but Echelon has some cycle classes. Peloton has cycle classes, yes. of course. Apple Fitness. I don't know if you have an oh, Apple yes. device. They have cycle classes as well. And I know that you can um, just put your iPhone up and then do the cycle classes. I don't know how the Beachbody bike works, but I know in order to change the cadence or the resistance on the Peloton, you have to have it synced up. Is that how that bike works too? No, no. Well, you have to have the armband. Uh Uh-huh. And then they have like that knob, like you can raise it. But does the knob with with the knob do you have to have like it connected in order for it to increase the resistance yeah your heart band has to be connected oh wow okay something like yeah that's how okay but yeah if you want to sell it you can if not and you want to try to I don't I just know that some people weren't very successful at breaking it to not breaking it but hacking it to make it work with other Mm -hmm. Or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So your your final straw was was what you read last week with people, basically. And, and then the start of uh, Petra. Yeah. I was would you have bought it. into it? Would you have still? Would you have bought into the Petra stuff? If no, you were... I, I. No, because that one I was that was when I was starting to like they were posting about it in my accountability group. I was like, oh, let me look at her credentials, and I was like no I'm like I do not like this like no 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 no. why do you think that this can be so why do you think this can be so dangerous so she I mean I from what I've got I looked up she's a life coach um I'm not trying to really like be negative on life coaches but they can't do therapy and I think I was looking at the snort crew I think what Amy said too like you know you can't like you're when you're doing life coaching, like it's kind of going, some topics get out of your scope of practice, yeah. you know? And cause a lot of it is like, if you're working through a trauma, like they can't do that. And also too, life coaches are expensive. I don't think they're, I don't know if they're covered by insurance. I don't think they are. I don't think they are. Cause it's, it's just expensive therapy. when therapy's cheaper. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so I was just like, and I looked at her credentials and when I, when they kept promoting this positive psychology, I was like, what? And I looked it up too. I mean, honestly, like my husband can go get it. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. just pay the money. You just pay the money for it. Um, and the vice president of personal development, that is her title. Is that, I have never in my life heard of a title like that. Right. I, I think for me, one of the things that just scares me is because Beastbody is trying to do this whole like self esteem, body positivity type thing, but mm-hmm. they're really missing the mark on it, on it a lot because they're not just because they added in this positive mindset part. Mm-hmm. It's not really anything different. They're really just doubling down on read your personal development, right, right. push toxic positivity. Yes. Don't feel your negative emotions. Right. 
And how dangerous can that be for people? Oh, extremely dangerous. It's going to increase your anxiety, your depression. It can bring up a lot more trauma. Um, the reason why, like, so positive psychology, a lot of therapists and myself, we really don't use it. Um, first of all, you don't have to be certified like when you're a therapist, but like for the positive psychology part, but it's, it's dangerous because it's always focusing on like positive. You're pretty much hindering your other emotions. Like, Oh, you can only have this mindset. You can only feel this way. So it's really making you like, really, really, what's the word I'm looking for? Like you can't experience, express anger, all the, the other emotions, like it's hiding all your other emotions. Like you have to have mm -hmm. positive psychology, have that mindset and be positive. And it does promote the toxic pos positivity. Yeah. It's not, like I said, I rarely don't use it. I never use it. I, I use more of like strengths, like focusing on people's strengths. Cause like I said, it can further increase obsessive thoughts. So if you already have obsessive thoughts and trying to be strive for perfect. I mean, positive psychology, it's really like, it's going to be very harmful. It's going to further increase that disordered thinking, which I was thinking about it. Like, do they want this? Because you can keep buying their products. Yeah. I, I, I it's, it's, it's a whole, I think it's a, I think it's a way for them to keep people mm -hmm. in doctrine. If I'm using that word, right. Into mm -hmm. beach body. It makes it even more culty than what it was before yes. because yes. now it's like, oh, I mean, because from what I can see on the website, I, mm -hmm. I don't really see, it's just like an intro to mindset, but it's like, there's going <laughs> to be some, there's going to be like different courses or like different focuses, monthly master classes crafted by personal development experts with evidence-based motivation to give you a new perspective. Evidence-based. Where is this evidence-based? Yeah, who is it? Who is like, it? Who is it? Are we talking right, about exactly, Robbins? Exactly. Tips and tools you can put into practice immediately to help you sustain your healthy routine? No. And I mean, and the thing too is like, look at Petra, her, Petra, whatever her name is, the book, Perfect yeah. Detox. Detox is a trigger word. That yeah. is like, that's, that's part of the diet, the diet, the toxic diet culture. So yeah. it was a combination of that too. Plus also to my group was starting to put more mental health stuff in. And she knew I was a therapist and I was like, we really shouldn't be doing this. Like I was, I was like, that's it. That's it. I was like, that, this is it. And then I had to really dig deep for Petra's, um, credentials it was mm -hmm. on it seems like she's more of a fitness Reebok she's yeah she's apparently been um I, I actually have her LinkedIn pulled up right here um and I actually didn't even know that she was part of like any type of fitness anything until somebody commented that on my Instagram on that Instagram reel that I posted um <clears throat> she has been a Reebok spokeswoman yeah something like they're ambassadors master a master trainer and global fitness person for Reebok she was mm -hmm. she was a fitness expert for health magazine mm -hmm. did you see any certifications for physical for personal training no it was pretty stuff? like yeah, yeah. like it was, I and couldn't do anything a fitness instructor and group manager global fitness amb ambassador 
fitness spoke spokesperson. But you um, see what I'm saying? Like it experiences more in fitness. <laughs> moving to happiness. Oh gosh. And apparently she's a DJ. Where evidence-based inspiration meets real life application. Did you know so she's apparently a DJ too? I mean, this woman, and I'm not knocking the woman, you know, like go, go, go lady, you know, be women, you know, and be a master of a lot of trades, but this is the problem. You're Mm -hmm. not sticking to your scope of practice. You're not sticking to what you can do. And I can specifically say that because in her group, there was somebody talking about yeah. Um, yeah. Her, her, this woman talked about, and this was on a snark crew thing, um, this past Wednesday, this woman was talking about, um, where is this group? I can pull it right up. No, I remember. I think I also messaged you guys, you all too. I was like, oh, you God. did. I was, you I did. Was very, yeah. I wanted woman, a comment, but I was like, you're going to kick me out probably. I did. Yeah. I haven't commented in here, but this is the comment. This is, this is what was in here. Um, it said, I'm feeling very, basically she's struggling with some demons, um, yes. that has to do with her past and yeah. her husband is telling her to just get over them. And she's saying that she, so she's saying that she tried to reach out to the person that mm-hmm. she could to get answers and it, you know, but basically, um, she's just feeling very low right now because she was having a lot of past trauma issues um petra responded herself petra responded not she did not say you need to go see a therapist no, I saw no. she said i no. spoke a bit i spoke a bit about forgiveness in our last friday live it was a quote that helped me for Forgiveness is not letting people off the hook for doing or saying unforgivable or hurtful things. Rather, it is about Mm. unhooking yourself from the negative actions of the past so they do not impact your powerful and positive future. Maybe this will help. What should Mm. she have said? Mm. She should have said, like, like, you know, Valid, I'm so sorry that you're feeling this way, but I think here's a list of therapy professional go to a professional to talk it's as simple as that level so surface level it's it's like and I feel like sometimes I'm going crazy I I sent an email to um compliance the other day about a certain Mm -hmm. trigger warning for everybody and I will trigger warning this um, in the show notes, but this super trainer shared a photo that somebody tagged her in about how she was going a couple years ago or before she found this super trainer in her workout program, she wanted to unalive herself. And now she's so mm-hmm. thankful that she took her life back into her own hand. Now this mm-hmm. super trainer, you know, got onto the very next story and just basically said, Hey guys, it's things like that, that make me, make me thankful for what I do. 
but you should, like I said, you should also put in a disclaimer, like, but if you're struggling with mental health issues, contact blah, blah, blah. You have to like anything. She didn't say any right. of that. And so I sent an email, <clears throat> excuse me. I sent an email to compliance and I said, this is really this is scary. She's not disclosing that, you know, if you have need, if you need help with mental health or you feel like you're on, you want to unalive yourself, please reach out nine, nine, or what is it? Nine, eight, eight, please call the yes, suicide yes, hotline or text it. Or here's a, here's a link for you to contact a therapist. She didn't say any of it. And they said, thank you for bringing that to our attention. So mental health obviously isn't serious for them. No, it's not. Cause that's not the first time that she's done this. That's not the first time that we've emailed Wait, them is, about this. This is the super trainer? Is it, yeah, a super, super trainer. trainer. Yeah. Are we allowed to say the name? Is it well known? Uh, uh, yeah, you can say it. Yeah. Oh, do you know who the name is? I do. No, I'm asking you. Sorry. Oh, yeah. It was Autumn. It was Autumn Calabrese. Oh, of what, what is, what is the shock? What a shock. It was her and she, and, and she just, and they said nothing. They were like, so I, I mean, literally they responded back to me. I sent them this really long message. They responded back to me mm -hmm. and they told me that, um, thank you for bringing this to my attention. And I, I even sent a copy, like a screen recording of where, where she did mm -hmm. all this. So they saw the evidence and they said nothing. And so I then replied back to them the FTC rules and compliance for, for this type of thing. And I sent them the FTC um, report number because I reported it and they still haven't said anything. No, thank you. No, we've contacted, we've reached out. Not, it's so dangerous. Like that is the most dangerous thing that I can even think of. I, it's like, if she can, if she finds every single weakness perceived weakness mm -hmm. in people and praise on it. Mm -hmm. Eating disorders, mental health, like everything. I really am scared to death to see what's going to happen with yeah. each body. And again, like, those, are, like said, those are predatory behaviors, the cycle of abuse, love bombing. It's all everything. It's going into it. It's very predatory behavior. And I, I'm, I'm so glad you reported it, but then it's like, oh, what about your mindset? You're all about mindset. Right. Right. It's scary. So, it's scary. And like with, and with Petra, I just want to like say this, like with Petra, like as like a clinician, you can literally Google me, put me on psychology. You will see like my MPI number. You will see my license number. I have to have it with, yeah. with her. You can't find anything. So that's why I'm like, I'm assuming she's a life coach. I'm like, but this is not because again, look what we're getting into that group with uh, the, my, the, her mom, mindset group it's getting into more mental yeah. health aspect and yeah. she's really not trained to do that and it's dangerous I, I think that right now the group is kind of minuscule to where there's a lot of things that are just being shared but I really because it hasn't fully launched yet they're ramping it up but I really am worried because I'm like you know I think that this is going to I think that it's going to even go beyond just the mindset. I think the mindset piece is going to be a part where they try to help people that think that they have some type of issues of like yo-yo dieting and falling off 
track and all this kind of stuff. Like, let's work on your mindset to get that back in track. Because, and the reason that I say this is towards the end of my coaching, I literally was, was pushing a mindset type aspect. Like you need mm-hmm. to have a positive mindset in order to overcome everything. I was deep into that. And I mm-hmm. now know that, you know, I, even a lot of my planners that I, that I create even mimic that because it's got the affirmations, it's got the gratitude, mm-hmm. you know, but now I'm learning sometimes positive affirmations can trigger people because they're like, because it, and I didn't know that, you know, like now it's more like grounding statements that you can, you can say that will make you feel more comfortable and more confident because, and I, Mm -hmm. I understand that now because with the positive affirmations, it's like, I am healthy. I am wealthy. And you're just like, no, I'm not. You're mm-hmm. sitting there lying to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what are you talking about? Like that, mm-hmm. and you struggle on the inside mm-hmm. with believe, trying to make yourself believe things that aren't mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. But these people on the outside are telling you they are true. Just keep mm-hmm. doing it. It's, it's like going to work. It's abusive. It's abusive. And that's part of gaslighting. It's most emotional abuse. Right. And it's really, it really messes with your mind. And yeah. that's why like when you told me, like, I'm still sometimes I'm like the vegetables, of course, that was so traumatic. I mean, you've been, well, didn't you say you were in Beachbody for a long time? For like eight years. Right. So that's, yeah. of course, that's like still in here. Like I said, your, your mind still remembers, you know, yeah, you're out of it, but it still remembers. And also too, it's okay. Like with the, the positive mindset, it's, okay to not be positive all the time it's actually normal not to be positive like all 100 percent of the time like you can express different feelings and I think that's what Beachbody like it it just brainwashes you and it manipulates you yeah it does well I just want you to know that I could actually talk to you all day long um but <laughs> unfortunately I can't because I do have another interview today um but I would this is going to be me inviting you to come back. I think that you could be oh, yeah, a, regular, a regular access the therapist. <laughs> Am I crazy? Yes, no, 100%, definitely. <laughs> and, um, and also but, too, even, sorry, I'm sorry. No, people, go for people can reach out to me on Instagram, I, even though I'm private, like message me like about mental health or like if you need like resources for like therapy, like I'm all about that. Um, yeah. yeah. Yes, I'm gonna put your um I'm gonna put all your links in the in the bot in the bottom of the show notes, um, along with the psychologytoday.com where you can locate a therapist. Yes. Um, but we'll definitely have to have you on here, maybe make it a monthly session. We can gather some questions and and thoughts yeah, from people and have you answer them. Um, but I do wanna make sure that did you get everything, you know, share everything that you wanted to share today so far. Um, where you, or is there anything that we missed? I just wanted just to say like for people who are listening, like this is the biggest thing that uh, when you come out of like MLM, it's okay to have all these emotions. You're not weak. And I just want to say in general, if you do take any prescribed medications, you're not weak. Yeah. It's a sign of strength with medication part. And it's okay to have, feel happy one day then sad this is part of the healthy grieving process because yeah. you've been in that toxic manipulation mindset 
for so long. And, and I don't know, I just want to share too, um, for the MLM community, look up the cycle of abuse. It's a big cycle. It goes from love bombing to then the incident happens and then everything calms down. It keeps going in that circle round and round. And that's mm-hmm. kind of like what it is with MLMs, specifically Beachbody I'm talking about. Because Arbon, I was like, that was, yeah. I just- you weren't that invested in Arbonne. You were more invested no. in Beachbody. <laughs> and also too, and I want to share too, like just to show like, you know, that I was also into that, like sucked into it too. And then I, I took a step back and realized, but it's, you know, it's not your fault that this happened. These This is predatory behaviors. Yeah. I mean, and you're a licensed trained professional yeah. that ended up right. getting I'm... sucked into it. So yeah where you felt like you needed to lie about working out you know like exactly it exactly. can happen to anyone and right. and I think that's what a lot of people and I'm glad you said that because a lot of people need to hear that it's okay you weren't stupid you're not it's it you're happens not. to the best of us um they make it look really great they make it look shiny and mm-hmm. and new and and if you do and especially you know and I like the fact that you said that you have those stages of grief that you go yes. through. Um, and a lot of things that I don't think that people understand is this past year, I think I have expressed every every emotion through yes. my Instagram and how and I've like shared stuff. Yes. Um, now I'm I'm taking a little bit of a, of a different step mm-hmm. to it. Um, and it's not because people oh. gave any type of, I mean, a lot of the feedback was heard, but it was not, but it, it just so happened at the time where like, I'm like, oh, maybe I need to try to focus a little bit more on this rather than Mm -hmm. that, you know? Mm -hmm. And so even if you do go through and you share your whole journey of leaving the MLM and leaving the cult like mindset um, Mm -hmm. or group, don't hold, don't beat yourself up about how you, how you act when you get out, because going to go through those emotions yeah and and these are are normalized feelings anger emotion happiness pissed off this is so normal this is part of the healing process it may not feel like it right now but it really is it's part of that grieving process because look like I said you've been in that cycle of abuse even myself the love bombing you know that is it's difficult to finally realize it and break out of it yeah and these are normal emotions and like I said I even myself got conned into it and I'm in the mental health professional field. You're not stupid for yeah. feeling your feelings are matter. So what is the one piece of advice that you would give to people? Um, I mean, I don't know. I normally ask people what, what would you tell people, you know, before they joined an MLM, but how, but we went through pretty much all of those steps, you know, yeah. like do your research <laughs> and everything, but what would you tell people that have maybe gotten to the point where they're like, I want a quick fix or my friend just joined and they're trying to get me to join. Like other than just telling them to do their research, what is something that you could give them like to maybe question what's going on? Maybe like to take a step back, like to be mindful in that present moment and be like, okay, like, is there anything triggering you? Did something happen? Did an event happen? any and social factors are, tr- are triggering you for you wanting to maybe join this? Do you feel maybe low self-esteem? Um, you're not really feeling accepted. Like just to take a little bit, like mm-hmm. using a mindfulness technique, 
just to say, where am I at? Like, and say, why do you, and just question yourself, self-talk, like, why do I want to do this? Yeah. Right. I also think just you saying that um, there's a lot of people, I mean, let's say that you have a, a, a decision to make between like a job, mm-hmm. right? You always do your pros and cons whenever mm-hmm. you are trying to figure out, let's say you have multiple job opportunities or you want to try to go to another company, but you're like, well, let me just think about, and you got this job offer. You're never going to just jump into mm-hmm. an offer when it comes to your livelihood or your money or anything Mm -hmm. like that. So it's just like you said, be mindful, you know, take a step back and be like, am I doing this out of emotion? Am I doing Mm -hmm. this out of, you know, desperation? Because if it's desperation, I can guarantee you that if it's the money part, you're not going to make any money. And there's always places that, I mean, there are tons of side jobs that you can do to make extra money. An MLM is not that right. And then like, just really quick, like that, like it's part of like, in a way, like DBT in a way, like, I mean, I I talk about another time, but like using your like DBT, um, I don't know if you heard of DBT therapy. Mm. Um, so basically it's used like, um, like thinking, let me get it out. Cause sometimes I forget them because all there's all these techniques. I just use it all the time. Um, let me get the correct. I'm dialectical behavioral therapy. And it focuses on like the wise mind, the emotional mind, the rational mind. So that's where mainly sometimes we think a lot of us, and it's totally normal. It's totally normal. A lot of us think with our emotional brain, especially probably with these MLMs, because they're getting us at a weak point. So we're thinking on our emotional part. And there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody does it. Everybody does. I do it. We all do it. It's normal. Definitely. So Jacqueline, this is what's going to happen. I have enjoyed talking to you all like so much. I really want to, once I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to gather like different questions from our, from my, my Instagram and just, it'll be ask the therapist about like different things when it comes to Mm -hmm. MLMs and like all of that. And then, um, bring them to you and we can just have yeah. a podcast for, yeah, definitely, for definitely. and as long as we can get questions then we'll we'll yeah, see we'll have definitely. it because mm-hmm. I feel so much better talking to you oh, and I, you. I think that everybody needs to be able to have a piece of you because <laughs> your knowledge is great oh, um, so <laughs> but I will make sure um if there's any other links that you want me to put into the show notes please let me know um, but I will get your Instagram in there, the psychologytoday.com. We're also going to link the poison control dress group thing so that people yeah. won't do that anymore. Maybe, um, um like the suicide nine, nine, eight, oh, eight. yep. Nine, eight, eight. See, uh, I don't know if there you want to include so, like, um, the national, what is it? NIDA, NIDA, I'm probably saying it wrong. National eating disorder association. Oh. National eating disorder association. That's good too. Okay. All right. Anything else that I need? No, I think that's it. All right. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I thank you so much for coming to visit yeah, and thank you. Uh, looking forward to yes. our chat next time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Definitely let me know. All right. All right. Have a good thank one. You. Bye. Bye.
All right, fam. Thank you for joining us on the Call Cheryl Hunt podcast. We hope you found today's episode informative and thought-provoking. If you enjoyed the show and want to hear more, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating or review. We'll be back next week with another episode, so stay tuned. If you have a story you'd like to share on the show, please do not hesitate to reach out to me at callcherylhunt at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at callcherylhunt or on my personal Instagram at, at Cheryl S. Spears. We always welcome new voices and perspectives. Again, thank you for listening and we hope you'll tune in next time. Until then, take care and stay safe.